From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Hey listeners, this is Mean Gene of Three Falls Brand. Are you a fan of wrestling? Are you also a fan of rock music? If so, check out threefallsbrand.com for all your WrestlePunk merch. We've got tons of wrestler and band mashup designs to choose from, whether it be RVD and Black Sabbath, Atsushi Onita and the Lower Class Brats, Doink the Clown and the Addicts, or Mortis and the Misfits. We've got you covered. Also, follow us on Instagram at Three Falls Brand. Again, Check us out at threefallsbrand.com and on Instagram at threefallsbrand. Thanks, and continue enjoying this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the Super Stack Show, I want to thank all my fans from all over the world. Thank you, everybody who rides and supports the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. This is the first episode in over a week. We had a really, really busy week. And I appreciate everybody who allowed me to have that personal time off. My son is home. It was a very long journey to get to this point. So thank you for everybody who understands and supports. And it's because all the love and support of my Wrestling DeLorean passengers that I could officially announced that this Friday, this Friday, April 1st, no April Fool's joke here, April 1st, we will be live on Twitch. We have a huge Twitch stream, and I'm going to talk more about that in a couple moments. But first, make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod, on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Today, we're talking about the landscape of wrestling. I got some old school reviews for Monday Night Raw in 1997 and a whole lot more. So, without further ado, let's cut the chit chat and let's get into the Super Stack Show right now. Thank you everybody for allowing me into your Monday morning routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Like I said, I appreciate everybody who allowed me to have my personal week off. A lot of crazy shit been happening lately. I, I, I did announce that, you know, a couple months ago my son was born. He had some complications at birth and he's been in the NICU ever since this past Wednesday. So it's been a long journey and we officially have him home. He's in good health and I appreciate everybody who understood that last week it was just a little too much to add the podcast to my already crazy schedule. But the podcast is still going strong as ever, thanks to the support of you fans and my Wrestling DeLorean passengers. So we are officially back every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday 
modern day reviews, classic reviews, me just talking shit about wrestling. We are back and better than ever. And reason why we're better than ever is because this Friday, this Friday, April 1st, we are officially going to be live streaming on Twitch. I will be doing a watch along of the Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor show, the very first Ring of Honor show that is under the tutelage of Tony Khan, the ownage of Tony Khan. That card is stacked right now. We got matches like Lee Moriarty versus Jay Lethal. We have matches like Josh the Goods Woods versus Wheeler Yuta. That should be a really good pure matchup. We got a really intriguing matchup between Alex Zane and Swerve Shane Strickland. But the two matches I'm looking forward to the most, we have for the Ring of Honor Unification titles, we're going to be unifying the Ring of Honor Old School title and the Ring of Honor Modern title as Bandito goes against one of the, the best pure wrestlers today, Jonathan Gresham, the Octopus. But I think the matchup that everybody's been waiting for, the matchup that I'm the most excited for, the matchup that's going to be getting talked about all WrestleMania weekend. Yes, this weekend is WrestleMania. It is going to finally go down. For the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, we got the Briscoe Brothers, Jay and Mark Briscoe versus FTR. That should be an absolute phenomenal matchup. It's a super stack show, and I'm going to be live streaming it and having a watch along for my very first live stream on Twitch. So make sure you follow Wrestling DeLorean Pod on Twitch and come along for the watch along. It should be fun. It's going to be a hell of a show. So come support the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Twitch. Like I said, WrestleMania is this weekend. We have two nights. It is a super stacked event. We still have the prospect of a possible, and right now it looks almost but confirmed matchup between Seth Rollins and the return of the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. We're going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens, AJ Styles versus Edge. Uh, we got Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. We are going to have Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. This is a super stacked WrestleMania. There is a lot of good shit on this show that I'm very excited for. Of course, there's some shit that I'm not excited for. Uh, you can miss me with the whole Jake, Logan, Paul, whatever fucking Paul brother it is going against Rey Mysterio. Fuck that. You can miss me with Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Miss me with that shit. I'm looking forward to the real meat and potatoes of this fucking show. And that is the... Reason why I'm really hyped for WrestleMania. I'm talking about the AJ Styles versus Edge dream matchup. Like, matches like that is what belongs on WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns title unification matchup. That shit belongs on WrestleMania. I'm excited for it. I'm going to be checking out WrestleMania. And, of course, we'll be covering WrestleMania here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Monday. So... Make sure you tune into WrestleMania. There's a lot of wrestling going on this week. We have Raw tonight. We have NXT tomorrow. We have a big NXT event, by the way. NXT TakeOver is tomorrow night. We have AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, of course. Friday, we have AEW Rampage, WWE SmackDown, and Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, all at the same time. That That's going to be crazy. Saturday, we have day one of WrestleMania. Sunday, we have day two of WrestleMania. 
it's it's definitely a huge week for professional wrestling. And there's a lot of news and notes coming out of this week, this past week for professional wrestling. One, it was announced that the War the Ultimate Warrior Award is going to be going to Shad Gaspar at the WWE Hall of Fame. And I want to say that was a great choice. Rest in peace, Shad Gaspar, former WWE tag team superstar with Crime Time. If you remember Crime Time, that shit was just a great fucking tag team. About, I believe it was two years ago, Shad lost his life when he went to save his son when his son was drowning and he fell into a riptide or some shit like that. It was just a very tragic, tragic thing. But he saved his son's life and lost his. So definitely he deserves the Warrior Award at the Hall of Fame. Rest in peace, Shad Gaspar. Definitely a hero to many. Also, it was announced by Triple H himself when he was on the Stephen A. Smith show that he is officially retiring from in-ring action. Now, that is very significant. Triple H is a wrestler who's been wrestling since fucking before I was born. Triple H is a guy who's been synonymous with professional wrestling since I've been watching it. He's been a top dog in professional wrestling since as far back as I could remember. And it is official that Triple H would no longer be active in the ring. I saw this coming. Triple H was dealing with a lot of heart issues. He had heart complications earlier in the year and last year. So... I think that is the best bet for him not to get back into in-ring action. I mean, for sure, he has to think about his family and his livelihood before he thinks about getting back in the ring. So, I definitely want to say shout-out to Triple H. You know, congratulations on your retirement. You deserve to be able to go off now into the sunset. You had a Hall of Fame career, and I think that your legacy will go beyond just what you did in the ring, it will go beyond just what you did on TV. Your legacy, you always have to bring up Triple H when you talk about how WWE itself is a whole new ball game. The whole product feel, the whole wrestling style was a product of what Triple H created in NXT. Triple H's vision for NXT is what got you Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and Freaking Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and all these wrestlers that are on top of the world right now. Triple H helped get them to this point in the WWE through NXT. So Triple H has a lot, a lot to do with what the current product looks like. So you got to give him his his roses. You got to give him his flowers. You got you to gotta thank Triple H for... The product that we see today, if you are indeed enjoying the product that we see today. Anyway, WWE has been firing on all cylinders. It's been really, really good lately going into WrestleMania, as it should be. Tonight is the go-home Raw show before WrestleMania, and it should be a banger. But another company that's consistently been putting on good shows week in and week out is AEW. AEW Dynamite these past two weeks has been really good. Really good. You have the in-ring return of the Hardy Boys. You had Thunder Rosa winning the AEW Women's Champion in a spectacular cage matchup, which was absolutely brutal. I, I loved how the cage for the Thunder Rosa-Britt Baker matchup was more of like a hell in a cell where you had space on the outside to wrestle. It just felt like this was a big blow-off. This was the matchup I expected to see at 
Revolution. This was the matchup that I wanted to see at Revolution. Instead, we got it here for free on the St. Patrick's Day Slam. I mean, I'm never going to complain about getting good free wrestling, but definitely I think that that matchup, if we saw what we saw on Dynamite at the pay-per-view, that pay-per-view would have went from great to amazing. But, I mean, that's just nitpicking. That was a great moment for Thunder Rosa winning the women's title in her hometown. Also, a lot of good shit between Wardlow and MJF. The whole storyline of Wardlow being off the AEW roster because if Wardlow does not work for AEW, he works for MJF. And if Wardlow wants to be back in AEW, he's going to have to beg MJF for his spot back. It's just really good shit going on right now. I still think that AEW needs that one extra... I don't know. They need that one big story. Like, now that MJF and CM Punk met its conclusion, I feel like, where are we with the top storylines now? Where did we reset? Like, yes, we got the Jericho Appreciation Society. We still got Adam Cole feuding with Adam Page. What's going to be the top storyline that takes us into the summer that gets people talking about AEW? Because right now, I don't see any storyline right now going on that's going to be something that intrigues people to tune into the show. You get a lot of great wrestling. A lot of great wrestling. And good stories. And great moments. But what's going to intrigue people to not just DVR the show and watch it later on and skip through it. And watch it live because it's must-watch television. What's going to intrigue people to tune in every Wednesday and Friday. I'll tell you this right now. Friday seems like a lost cause. Rampage is missable. And Rampage used to be must-watch when you had the debut of CM Punk on Rampage. When you had Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage on Rampage. Now you get a lot of jobber matches. You get a lot of squash matches. We got a lot of matches that really don't mean anything. And that's that sucks. Because Rampage could be utilized as a show that builds to freaking dynamite even more. But it's not being utilized in that point. And also now Rampage is getting moved around in the time slots because of the NBA or because of NCAA. It's like Rampage right now is missable. So you got to think about it. You don't have three hours of television that's must watch. Right now you have two hours. What are you going to do to really hook, line, and sinker this crowd to want to watch the show? Having crazy-ass Jeff Hardy flying 20 feet bumps like he was 20 years old... That does it. Yeah, that that makes me really want to fucking watch the show. It's fucking intriguing, and Jeff Hardy's still going crazy, and you never know what kind of crazy spot you'll see. But (laughs) you got to go above the moves. You got to think more and past the moves. You got to think about the stories. Like, for example, when we talk about our old-school wrestling reviews on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, like we're going to do later on today when we talk about Monday Night Raw, let's talk about a team like Doug Furness and Phil LaFond. No character, but great wrestlers. Really good wrestlers. Can out-wrestle Stone Cold Steve Austin. But, would I pay money to see Phil Fawn and Doug Furness over Stone Cold Steve Austin? Hell no. I'm paying money to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm paying money to see The Undertaker. I'm paying money to see Mankind. I'm paying money to see all the wrestlers who have characters that intrigue me. Wrestlers that are larger than life and intrigue me to want to watch the show. Like, yes, I really do enjoy good wrestling. I really do enjoy Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. I really do enjoy the modern-day great wrestling that we get. 
But think about it. Wrestlers that have never been as talented as today. Think about how intriguing it would be to have great ass fucking matches. But to also have that story that got you intrigued in it. Not saying AEW doesn't have stories. They have a lot of good storylines. But there's no storylines that make you emotionally invested. Very little. Eddie Kingston storylines, they do that for me. CM Punk versus MJF did it for me. But it seems like every time we have a storyline that gets you really emotionally invested in AEW, there's a bit of a time period in between. They got to keep these storylines going. They got to keep it rolling. They got to make you want to tune in every week. Not just, oh, what's CM Punk doing? Oh, all right, that sounds interesting. I'll watch this week. Oh, what's Eddie Kingston doing? Uh, That don't sound too interesting. I'll skip Rampage this week. They got to keep you wanting to watch every single time. And I think that's what AEW needs, and that's what's going to take AEW to the next level because right now their product is amazing. But what's going to take it from amazing to excellent? What's going to make it must-watch? What's going to make you say, hey, I got to tell my friends, you can't be missing out on AEW. You got to watch AEW. Anyway, when we come back from this commercial break, like we do every Monday, we'll be going back in time here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, and we'll be talking about the February 3rd, 1997 episode of WWF Monday Night Raw, the very first two-hour Monday Night Raw live on USA from the Sky Dome. WWE had live Raw two hours in front of a massive, massive stadium in Toronto. And we're going to talk all about that when we come back here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just don't don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. 
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the man, the king, the god of this shit. This fucking game. And you know how I start this off. Shout out to all my MDK gang members around the world. Shout out to all my boys locked up in the cells. Easter Block. Shout out to my hate club. Rest in peace, Big Day Hatred. And rest in peace, my brother Justice Payne. And I'm sending this video to my motherfucking boy, my gang member, Mike De Niro. And Mike, I want to start this off by saying thank you, man, for repping the MDK gang the right way. I want to say thank you. Like I tell the rest of the people, and I keep telling them and telling them, Mike, if it wasn't for you or the rest of the gang, me, Dick Gage, I wouldn't be here right now, Mike. And I definitely wouldn't be doing what I love. That's professional deathmatch wrestling. So I just wanted to say thank you, Mike. And I want to let all my MDK gang members know to go check out the Wrestling Delarine podcast. I was on it. It was a dope-ass podcast. We had an awesome conversation. It was one of my favorite podcasts I did. And I don't do too many. And I've done some big ones. And this one was one of my favorites. So go check out the Delarain podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They do this shit three days a week. So from the king of this shit, from the god of deathmatch wrestling, go check out the Delarain podcast. And remember, they do it three times a week. They ain't slacking, they're on top of their game. They do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you know what it is. It's MDK all fucking day. And Mike, I would love to be on your podcast again, man. Greetings and salutations. It's your man CD, the fallen angel, Christopher Gaines. Now, I'm not just a world-traveled professional wrestler and the man with the perfect shaped head to be bald for the rest of his life. I'm also the head of talent relations for All Elite Wrestling. And as such, I am not allowed to lie. It's in my contract. So when I tell you that Mike DeNiro and the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know I'm telling you the truth. Now Mike talks about classic WWF, WCW, ECW, and TNA reviews, as well as doing modern news 
for AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, and all the things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling today. So why don't you give it a listen and just remember that Christopher Daniels was the one that sent you. And uh, enjoy the podcast. Take care, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, like we do every Monday, we're going to end the show off the right way. We're going to be going back in time here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. And we're talking all about the WWF Monday Night Raw February 3rd episode from 1997. This was live in front of the historic Sky Dome in Toronto, Canada. We had the very first two-hour Raw with a lot of stacked matches. I'm talking Vader versus Stone Cold. Ahmed Johnson and Undertaker versus Farouk and Mankind. Triple H versus Mark Miro, and a whole lot more. So let's talk all about that right now. So this episode of Raw, Raw decided to finally step it up and finally decided to compete with the WCW, it seems, because they're no longer running little-ass shows for Monday Night Raw. They're no longer running skippable shows for Monday Night Raw. These motherfuckers ran the Sky Dome, a fucking stadium. It is unheard of at this time for a wrestling company to have a weekly television show live from a fucking stadium. 60,000 people live in Canada. You tune into WCW, they didn't have 60,000 people on their show. They're doing, they're doing 1,200, 5,000 in Atlanta. You tune into Raw, Raw has 60,000 people there. This was live from the Sky Dome. Historic venue for the WWF. When I think Sky Dome, I think of moments like WrestleMania 6, Ultimate Warrior defeating Hulk Hogan in the main event, dethroning him, becoming a double champion, and beating Hogan in the main event of WrestleMania. I think of WrestleMania 18 in the Sky Dome, Rock versus Hogan, WrestleMania 18, one of the most historic matches in WrestleMania history. It's funny because this is the first time WWE's in the Sky Dome without Hulk Hogan. Seems like every time WWE went to the Sky Dome, Hulk Hogan lost. But anyway, Hulk Hogan's not here. This is a whole new era. This is the new generation era. We're about to go into the Attitude Era. So let's talk about this huge episode. We got a special two-hour episode here. Massive crowd for Raw. Biggest crowd, like I said, ever for Monday Night Raw. We got a recap of Stone Cold Steve Austin winning the Royal Rumble, which leads us to our first matchup, which is Vader versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. But before the matchup, Bret Hart attacks Stone Cold Steve Austin. We have a big pull apart. Vader then gets involved. He starts hammering Bret Hart. Vader and Bret Hart go at it. The match starts after Bret Hart is escorted to the back. We have Austin versus Vader. Vader goes for the Vader bomb early on in this match, but Austin hits him with a low blow. This was just a brawl. They they had a real tough man brawl here. It got out of hand where the referee didn't have no control over it and he had to throw the matchup out. DQ, but still it was great to see these two mix it up. We next get Savio Vega with the Nation of Domination. He goes against Flash Funk, the former Two Cold Scorpio here. Pretty good matchup, really athletic. Savio Vega wins the matchup though in the end. Great to see both these guys mix it up. Great to see Two Cold Scorpio in the WWE. I would like to see more of him. I think it would have been interesting if Two Cold Scorpio was in the Nation of Domination, but he wasn't. He was opposing the Nation of Domination, and this was a good matchup. We next get Psycho Sid in the ring for an interview. Sid is over 
everywhere he goes. The crowd wants to see Sid. The crowd loves Sid. They're not really into Triple H. They're not into HBK. They're not into anybody over Sid. Sid is a massive superstar here. And he's being portrayed as the heel. It's not often in this time period where the heel gets more cheers than the babyface. Stone Cold Steve Austin got that type of energy right now. But so does Psycho Sid, and people don't really talk about that. Shawn Michaels is the babyface, and Shawn Michaels is getting booed everywhere they go. But anyway, it will be a rematch this Thursday on Raw for Thursday Raw Thursday. That's the name of the show, Thursday Raw Thursday, because Monday Night Raw next week will be preempted. So it will be pushed to Thursday, and we're going to have a two-hour live special Raw. And in that show, we have the main event being Psycho Sid versus Shawn Michaels for a rematch at the Royal Rumble for the WWE Champion. JR wants to know how Sid feels about Shawn Michaels. Sid talks about being evil, but he says that when it's all said and done, he will be the man, the master, the ruler of the universe, the ruler of the world, all that crazy psychotic shit that he said. And in the end, he will still be your WWF Champion. We next get an interview with Bulldog and Owen Hart. Miss McMahon brings up how Owen Hart eliminated Bulldog at the Royal Rumble. They start to argue. This leads to a tag team title match between British Bulldog and Owen Hart versus Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. These two teams been warring, been warring, I should say, warring, if that's a fucking word. They've been going to war every week here on Raw. And I love to see it because these two teams have been absolutely killing it on Raw. Great chemistry between these two teams. Bulldog in this match seems distracted by a fan, which pisses off Owen Hart. They can't get along. Doug Furness almost gets the three count after capitalizing off of Owen Hart's distraction. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. It is then that Owen Hart hurts his knee and rolls out to the outside, and he is counted out. Owen Hart gets counted out with the injury. So Doug Furness and Phil Afon win the matchup, but they don't win the titles. But even though British Bulldog and Owen Hart are still your tag team champions, they still can't get along. British Bulldog does not believe that Owen Hart is actually injured. They argue all the way to the back. We next get crushed with the Nation of Domination versus Goldust. This was a pretty good big man matchup that wasn't really... Considered a big man matchup back in the day, but now if you think about the size of these two guys against the current landscape, 
These guys are two pretty big guys. Savio Vega gets involved behind the referee's back. He hits a spinning heel kick on Goldust. Crush then capitalizes with the heart punch. He wins the matchup. This McMahon then brings out the WWF champion Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels comes out. He, he compares himself to Muhammad Ali. He then goes at Bret Hart and he says that he could call himself the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, but Bret Hart cannot call himself champion. Bret Hart then comes out. Bret says that Ali, no, maybe more Dennis Rodman. He said you like to come out here and dance like a girl. You think this is the type of champion that the WWF needs? Bret Hart says that he tried to like him, but he finds it harder and harder to like Shawn Michaels every single day because Shawn Michaels is a degenerate and a jackass. Bret Hart says that Shawn is a punk. Stone Cold Steve Austin then comes out of nowhere and he attacks Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels just sits back and watches Stone Cold attack Bret Hart. Sid Vicious comes out, well, Psycho Sid comes out to the ring. He confronts Shawn Michaels. This is just a crazy-ass segment here. We then get the Intercontinental Champion matchup between Mark Merrill and Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. There was no managers allowed at ringside. No Sable, no, no Mr. Hughes, nobody. Lots of good back-and-forth action here. Lots of time for this one. Mark Merrill hits a huge Frankensteiner on Hunter. Mark Merrill then gets a close call with the Moonsault. Hunter hits Mark Merrill with brass knucks for the pin. Triple H retains the IC title. Then we get the main event. It is Mankind and Farouk versus Ahmed Johnson and The Undertaker. This is a no-holds-barred tornado tag team matchup. And there's a lot of use of weapons. Weapons are legal here. Ahmed Johnson chases Farouk off to the back with a 2x4. Vader comes out and helps Mankind attack Undertaker, but Undertaker then ducks when Vader accidentally hits Mankind with a chair. Taker takes out Vader with the clothesline. Then Undertaker hits a massive tombstone onto a chair onto Mankind. One, two, three. Your winner is The Undertaker. Really fun matchup. Really fun show. Monday Night Raw was a really good episode here. Next Raw will be the following Thursday. It's called Thursday Raw Thursday, like I said. And it will be Triple H versus Psycho Sid for the WWF Champion. Right now, WWF is looking really good. This is pre-Attitude Era, but you see the... The wheels of motion start turning for more of an attitude-like product. You got cursing, you got brawls, you got hardcore wrestling. It's it's really, really cool that we're seeing the progression here because I was watching fucking, you know, the, the Mountie and Fake Razor and Fake Diesel a couple weeks ago and thinking, God, this show sucks. And now we got Stone Cold, we got Bret Hart, we have Shawn Michaels and Sid, we got Taker and Farouk. This show's starting to feel a little bit more edgy, and that's why I'm having a lot of fun watching it. Just like I have a lot of fun watching ECW, which we'll be covering this Wednesday, like we do every Wednesday, like we do every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We talk about old school wrestling, so make sure you continue to tune into the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I will catch you guys on Wednesday. We'll talk all about Monday Night Raw. We'll talk all about ECW. We'll talk about tomorrow night's NXT. Then we'll catch you on Friday with AEW, all that good shit, and make sure you tune in to the very special watch along for Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, our very first Twitch live stream on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting me. I appreciate everything you guys do, all the love and support. I salute you guys. Have a great day. Stay strong, stay safe, stay positive. One love. Like a tough in the hood Till the wolves come Bitches love to drink in the club Till the wolves come Surrounded by the sheep in the street Till the wolves come Everyone strip on the floor We the wolves done
could fuck with De Niro. I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bash shit like Ozzy, I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver, Don Dada, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross, that's when your ride stop. Basquiat with that white chalk, trigger finger streets, my leave your brains on the sidewalk. Niggas that can tough in the hood, till the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, till the wolves come. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night is precise. Catching nigga slipping for his ice worth your life. Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. South Bronx, midnight, niggas moving packs cause they hunting. I'm moving packs of that onion, but probably packing them something. Catch him slipping with them coals and he ain't telling us nothing. Catch a nigga fooling twice and then I'm pressing that button. Send his ass away, permanent vacate and start bluffing. Must have moved to Honolulu, changed his name. To make loving. Said you know what you know, that's for the pack to remember. And if a nigga leaking these, we gotta. Niggas say the dead don't talk, but that money do. If I put a hole in his melon, I bet his honey do. Shorty keep crying and screaming like that's helping you. Bullets gave his brain a period for that decimal. I think it's like a tough in the hood. To the wolf's come. Bitches let a drink in the club. To the wolf's come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street. To the wolf's come. Everyone strip on the floor. To the wolf's come. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night is precise. Catching nigga slipping for his ice worth your life. Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.